of your people, Lord. Fill us with your fresh fire. Fill us, Father, with your fresh zeal. Quicken us unto a holy pursuit of you, Lord. We need you. We're desperate for you. We yearn and we long for you, Lord. Oh, Lord, set our hearts on fire for you, for you. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, set my life, set my life in order for you, hey, for you. I want to know your heart. I want to know your ways. I want to walk like you. I want to talk like you. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Set my heart on fire for you. Oh, for you. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Set my life in order. Set my life in order for you. Lord, for you. I want to know your heart. I want to know your ways. Lord, I want to know your heart. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Set my heart. Set my heart on fire for you. Lord, for you. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, let that be the cry of your heart. Set my life in order for you. For you, I want to burn for you. I want to walk with you. I want to be like you. I want to talk like you. My Lord, oh Lord, set my life on fire. Set my life on fire for you. Lord, for you. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, set my heart, set my heart on fire for you, Lord, for you. I want to know your ways. I want to know your heart. Lord, I want to know your will. I want to know your ways. Hallelujah. That should be our heart's cry. Let him know how much you desire him. Let him know how much you want his will. Let him know how much you need his fire, how much you want his fire, his reviving fire to fill you, his quickening fire to fill you. Tell him, Lord, you want to know his heart. You want to know his ways. You want to be filled with his fire. You want to be filled with his holy zeal and passion for him. Lord, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Open my mouth to talk like you. To leave the fragrance of Jesus Christ in any place that I am, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Set my heart. Set my heart on fire for you. Lord, for you. My God. Oh, Lord. Set my life. Set my life in order for you. Yes, for you. I want to know your heart. Oh, Lord, don't let us leave the same way we came. 
Touch us with your fire. Jesus, oh, please don't let us leave. Hey, the same way we've come. <coughs> Touch us with your fire. Jesus, oh, please don't let me leave. The same way, the same way I've come. Fill me with your fire. Fill me with your fire. Jesus, oh, please don't let me go. The same way I've come. Fill me with your fire. Jesus, Jesus, I have come. Father, I have come. Holy Spirit, I have come. I have come for you. Father, I am here. Jesus, I am here. Holy Ghost, I am here. I am here for you. Glory be to Jesus. We have come, Lord, to receive from you. We have come to be filled afresh by you. Oh, pray, dear saints, pray. For the book of Ezra 9, 9 says, Even though we were slaves, our God in his unfailing love and his loyalty to us has not left us and has not abandoned or forsaken us. But he has given us new life. He has revived us so that we can rebuild the temple the house of our God and repair and restore its ruins. And he has given us a wall of protection round about us. Glory be to God. That is the need, the reason for this revival. Pray, dear saints, and say, oh, pray, beloved of God, revive me, O Lord, and set my heart on fire for you. Reveal yourself to me in your awesome holiness and in your revival power. In Jesus' name I pray. Revive me, Lord. Reveal yourself to me. Set my heart on fire for you. Reveal yourself to me in your awesome holiness and in your revival power. For I'm desperate for you, Lord. I long for you and I yearn for you. Everything within me pants and longs and yearns for you, Lord. You are my highest desire. You're my chief longing. You are my magnificent obsession, Lord. There is nothing I desire more than you. Revive me by your holy fire, Lord. I want to be consumed by the things that consume you, Lord. Oh, pray, dear saints, pray to him. That should be our yearning and our desire. For Psalm 85 verse 6 says, Will thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in you? Revival comes from the God, from God and, ho- and the Holy Spirit, saints of God. So pray, revive me, O Lord. Impart a fresh vision of your power and grace to me. Reveal my inadequacies and reveal my desperate need for you. Oh Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Yes, saints of God, 
cry to him that you be filled with his fresh fire, that his fresh fire be shut up in your bones. We don't want to just go through the same old routine. No, we want to be on fire for God. We want our life to be characterized by a holy passion, a holy zeal, a holy pursuit of God, an insatiable hunger, an addiction for Jesus Christ. Pray, revive me, O Lord, and impart a fresh vision of your power and of your grace to me. Reveal my desperate need for you, O Lord. Pray, my dear brothers. Pray, my dear sisters. We need the Lord's reviving fire. We need his revival fires. Where is the fire in our lives? Where is the power in the lives of God's children? Where is the passion, that fiery passion? Where is that fiery zeal? Pray, revive me with your revival fires, O Lord. Let him know. I want to become preoccupied with the things of God, Lord. I want to be consumed. Let him know. Yes, cry out to him. Let him know. I want to be consumed by the things that consume your mind. I want to become intensely prayerful. Revive me, my father. Let your fire Fill me and cast through me and ignite and set ablaze those things that have gone cold, those things that have gone lukewarm in my spirit, my father. Let him know you want to become a prayer warrior. You want to have a great and insatiable desire for his presence. You desire to always go to his house for fellowship and worship. You want to be filled with a hunger to fellowship with other children of God. You want to develop an insatiable hunger for his word, which illuminates you and powerfully penetrates our hearts. Oh, pray, pray pray. Yes, by your revival fire, Lord. Let him know that you want to develop a new passion for souls and to become deeply concerned and deeply moved about the spiritual welfare of the lost. Oh, Lord, set my heart. Set my heart on fire for you. For you. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Set my life. Set my life in order for you. Oh, for you. Lord, I need your fire. I need your fire. Lord, I need your fire. Fresh fire blow through this place. Fresh wind blow through this place. Fresh wind blow through our mist. We need your Holy Ghost fire. Fresh wind blow, fresh wind blow through our mist. Hey, fresh wind blow through our mist. Lord, fresh wind blow through our mist. Holy Ghost fire, tell him, fresh wind blow through my life. Fresh wind blow through my life. Oh, fresh wind blow through my life. Lord, let your fresh wind blow through my life. I need your Holy Ghost fire. Blow through our homes. Fresh wind blow through my home. Oh, fresh wind blow through my home. 
Fresh wind blow through my home, we need your Holy Ghost fire. Fresh wind blow, fresh wind blow through my life. Oh, fresh wind blow through my life. Yes, fresh wind blow through my life. Send your Holy Ghost fire. Oh, Rakantan Santan Shinten Sike Banta. Father Sanashintes Tiakamana Hinga Manahanga. Oh, Hana Sanda. Yes, let this prayer for a personal revival not end today, saints. Keep crying out to the Lord day and night. Let that be your cry. Let that be the cry of your heart, the cry of your spirit, saints of God. That you have an insatiable hunger, an insatiable desire for the Lord. For that is why we cry out for revival. You and I are the temple of God. And that's why the Lord sends his revival. In order that our temple, which is you and I, for we are the temple of God, the temple of the Holy Spirit. In order that we rebuild the temple. We repair and restore whatever is ruined or torn down. So my question to you is, what is broken down in your spiritual house? What is in disrepair? What needs rebuilding? What needs repair? What needs to be restored in your spiritual house, in the temple that you are? Are the pillars of prayer turned down and in disrepair? Are the walls of spending time in the word torn down and does it need rebuilding? Is your temple filled and stinking with the filth of pride and jealousy and unforgiveness? Pray, revive me, O Lord. Revive me and impart a fresh vision of your power and grace to me. Help me to rebuild and restore those things that are broken down and are in disrepair in my spirit man. Help me, my Father, to clean up whatever filth I have allowed into my spirit man that is polluting and corrupting and defiling my spirit man. Give me, O Lord, a fresh vision of your awesome holiness, Lord. Fresh wind blow through my life. Oh, fresh wind blow through my life. Fresh wind blow through my life. I need your Holy Ghost fire. Fresh wind blow. Fresh wind blow through my life, Lord. Fresh wind blow through my life. Hey, fresh wind blow through my life. Oh, Holy Ghost fire. Oh, thank you for your revival fires, Lord. Thank you for your consuming fire. Filling me with your fire. Consuming me with the things that consume your heart. Filling me with your fresh passion. With a fiery zeal and passion. For you and the things, O oh Lord, that preoccupy your mind. In Jesus' name, amen.
saints of God were going to direct our prayers against opportunistic attacks opportunistic attacks. We're called not to be unaware of the wiles and the devices and the stratagems of the enemy. Opportunistic attacks are attacks that don't target anyone in particular. Instead, attackers um, wait for an opportunity to perform an attack against their victim. They may look for weaknesses or vulnerabilities that they can use against their victim. It is not something that involves intelligent planning. When an attacker carefully selects and engages in a, engages a specific target to achieve a specific objective, it's not a targeted attack. We're talking of something that is opportunistic that can take advantage of a vulnerable target or someone that was previously unidentified to the attacker. For example, a drug addict that is strung out on drugs may be wandering the streets at night just looking for someone to rob, to get money for his next fix and then happens to come upon someone who has packed by the side of the road to make an important call. And he attacks the person. That's opportunistic. It's not someone that he had previously identified. The person was at the wrong place at the wrong time. He takes advantage of an opportunity that is not normally available. That is an opportunistic attack. Maybe there's a lady who has just been dumped by her boyfriend and is so distraught. She got the, maybe the man called her and dumped her and in... And in how distraught she is, she decides to commit suicide by speeding head on onto oncoming traffic. The other driver she rams into is a victim of an opportunistic attack. This is someone that was not previously identified by the attacker. Maybe there's some young drunk men who stagger out of a party at night and they see a young lady walking back to her college dorm from the library late at night and they waylay her and rape her. That is an opportunistic attack. It could have been any lady at that time, but they happen to come up upon that particular one. Opportunistic attack. Maybe there are two men who um, start quarreling on the road, on the street. And one of them pulls out a gun in his anger and starts to shoot at the other person. And the person that is being shot at decides to run into the nearest building. And that nearest building happens to be your home or maybe your business, the person's home or business. And the person with the gun runs in after them and is just spraying bullets. And the bullet um, maybe strikes the person in the home or the person in the business. Opportunistic attack. Opportunistic attack. A sister shared a testimony with me. Um, I, I believe it was a year or two ago. A word of knowledge went out on Hotline to Heaven where I spoke about someone in their workplace that the enemy was targeting to harm or to injure <clears throat> in their workplace. And the lady keyed into this prayer and prayed it fervently for herself. And she 
called me um, a couple of days later and said, Pastor Noni, you will not believe what happened. I was attending to someone in in the place where I work. I work in a, a nursing home and was attending to a patient. And just after I left that patient's room, a car, a car rammed into the building and into the room where I had just walked out of. And that is where I was standing. Thankfully, the patient was not hurt. But where the car stopped is where I was standing. Opportunistic attacks. Right now, by the sure mercies of the Lord and the blood of Jesus Christ, by which we are delivered from the snares and the attacks of the enemy, I decree that you, Your spouse and your seed will not be in the wrong place at the wrong time. I decree in the name of Jesus Christ that you will not fall victim to any opportunistic attack in Jesus' name. The portion the Lord has blessed you with will not fall victim to any opportunistic attack. I decree by the power in the matchless and exalted name of our Savior and Redeemer, Jesus Christ. The Lord who is your defense and defender will cover you and hide your identity in his brilliant and unapproachable light. Identity thieves will not be able to come upon your identity and hijack it in order to cause you to suffer loss and turn your life upside down in Jesus' name. Amen. Now shout and declare all over this hotline, the Lord is my light and the Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my deliverer from every wicked work and from every opportunistic attack. The Lord will keep my feet and the feet of my household. Call them by name. Far from any place, he marked for calamity. He marked for destruction and death by opportunistic attacks. It will not come near me. It will not come near my own. It will not come near my brethren. It will not come near my dwelling. In the supreme name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Yes, pray that prayer. Decree and declare that the Lord is your defense and your defender. The Lord is the light round about you. The Lord is the keeper of your life. The Lord is your deliverer from every wicked and evil work. The Lord will keep your feet and the feet of your household, your family members, your sons and your daughters, your grandchildren, your husband and your wife. Call them by name. Yes, you keep your feet far from any place that is earmarked for calamity or destruction. Where the enemy has earmarked that calamity will occur, that blood will be shed through opportunistic attacks. Yes, deliver yourself by the strong and powerful hand of God from any opportunistic attack in whatever way it will seek to present itself in whatever way it will seek to manifest itself in the name of Jesus Christ I have shared on this hotline how I went to pick up my son from the library many 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 years ago when he was still in middle school and immediately after I had um, driven past a particular place and entered through the gate into the library I heard a loud crashing sound and after I packed I walked out and to look out to see what on earth was that I 
and right there, just <laughs> the place I had passed a few seconds ago was a mighty tree that had broken and fallen across the road. It could have fallen and crashed onto my car. Opportunistic attacks. The devil is a liar. So pray, pray that you will not fall victim. You, your loved ones, your friends, your family members, the members of your church will not fall victims to opportunistic attacks. Your pastors, your Deacons, your deaconesses, your ministers will not fall victim to opportunistic attack. Whatever way it will seek to present or manifest itself in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for anyone on this hotline who is pregnant and you are about to go into the hospital to deliver your baby. By the blood of Jesus Christ, I decree you and I decree your baby and whoever is going accompany you into the hospital delivered and fortified against any opportunistic attack by the enemy as you enter that hospital in the name of Jesus Christ you will not fall prey or become a victim to any infection, to any virus that is seeking whom to alight upon and devour. By reason of your being in that hospital, the fire of God around you will swallow up any fiery dart tinged with diabolic poison directed against you to set your body ablaze with the fire of affliction or the body of your baby ablaze or whosoever has accompanied you ablaze with the fire of affliction through opportunistic attacks in the name of Jesus Christ you will go in in peace and you will come out in peace you and your baby and your companion in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Fresh wind blowing our mist. Fresh wind blowing our mist. Oh, fresh wind blowing our mist. We need your Holy Ghost fire. Hey, fresh wind blowing our mist. Lord, fresh wind blowing our mist. Hey, fresh wind blowing our mist. Hey, Holy Ghost fire. And now we're going to pray for anyone who is not saved. You have never received Jesus Christ into your life as your Savior and Lord. You have never come to him acknowledging that you are a sinner in need of a Savior. I want to give you the opportunity to do so right now. My brother or my sister, heaven is real and hell is real. A time will come if um, Jesus tarries that we are going to transition out of this earthly plane and enter into um, eternity. And the question is, where are you going to spend your eternity? It's either with the Lord or in hell. But the Lord does not desire that any man perish. He did not create us to end up in hell and subsequently the lake of fire. No, 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 no. He created us to fellowship with him. He created us to be his sons and his daughters. He does not delight in anyone perishing, but that every man, 
every human will come to repentance and recognize the great work that he has put in place for our salvation through his son, Jesus Christ, who came to die for your sins and for my sins. All you need to do is to acknowledge the fact that you are a sinner and cry out to him to save your soul and receive him as your savior. And I'm giving you the opportunity to do so right now. And the rest of you, as I lead those who are not saved in prayer, pray, continue to pray. Some days ago, we prayed that the Lord will soften the soul stony hearts of those who we know that are not saved. So continue in those prayers. Never, ever give up. Never give up on your loved ones. And if you're not saved, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins, and they are many. I open the door of my heart to you, and I receive you right now as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins and washing me clean by the blood you shed on Calvary. And thank you for giving me eternal life with you forever. I know you have a wonderful plan for my life. Show me that plan, O oh God, and fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I may be strengthened and empowered to live this life of faith because I know that I cannot do it without you. I receive Holy Spirit by faith right now. And I thank you for making me a citizen of your kingdom, for, for translating me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your dear son, oh God, my father. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, Thank you. Thank you for this soul that you have regenerated. Ah, thank you. And for anyone who prayed this prayer and you meant it, prayed it from the bottom of your heart in all sincerity, you are on the authority of God's word. You're born again. You're saved. You're a member of God's household, the sheep of his pasture, his son, his daughter, washed by the blood of Jesus, a member of God's holy race. Hallelujah. You're a saint of God. Glory be to God and all of heaven is rejoicing over your salvation. And if you do not have a Bible-believing church where you can grow and develop roots and continue to grow and mature in this faith, pray to the Holy Spirit to lead you to a place where you can grow, where you can really mature in this faith and be all that the Lord has called you to be. And if you live in the Los Angeles area, by all means, come and visit us at International Christian Center Los Angeles and let us know of your salvation, how you gave your life to Jesus Christ, how you received him as your savior. We would so love to meet you and rejoice with you and celebrate what, with you what the Lord has done for you and in you. Congratulations. Hallelujah. But if we do not meet you on this side of eternity, we will definitely see you in heaven. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. His name be praised forever and ever. Thank you, Jesus. And now, saints of God, is there any situation going on in your life where you keep facing resistance, 
where you keep experiencing a pushback, a lack of access where you need access, an inability to move forward in a particular endeavor, make the progress that you need to make because of a present policy or rule or governance or protocol or protocol or order or whatever it may be. So just think about that thing now and as you cry out to the Lord. Yes, think about it. Because we're crying out to God who the word says in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 4. He's the one who calls forth and guides the destinies of generations of nations from the very beginning. Hallelujah. 41 verse 4 of Isaiah. He says, I, the Lord, the first and the last, the one who existed before history began, the ever-present and unchanging God, I am he, the one who calls forth and guides the destinies of generations of nations, the one who controls history, who was here at the beginning and will be here when all things are finished, the first and the last. Glory be to God. That is the one you're crying unto. I just read that so that you will see that you're crying unto the one with whom nothing is impossible. The agency that is handling your matter or the office, or the person that is handling your matter and is sitting on your matter, or the governing rule or policy that is preventing your matter from going through or moving forward is subject to the first and the last. The one who existed before history began, our ever-present and unchanging God. Glory be to his name. Oh, glory, 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 glory be to his name. Pray with me, saints of God, and say, my Father in heaven, my God of all eternity, you are the God who sits in the heavens and you rule. You dominate in the affairs of men. You order the affairs of generations of mankind and of nations. You alone rules over the kingdoms and the nations of the world. You open the door and there is none that can shut. And when you shut a door, there is none that can swing it open. Holy Spirit of the Most High God, brood over this matter concerning me. By your unlimited and the surpassing greatness of your power, O Lord, arrest all protocols, all policies and ordinances working against me in this matter. In Jesus' name I pray. Arrest it and set it aside for me, O Lord, my exceedingly great help. Yes, pray, saints of God, pray. Maybe there's a document that is needed to move your matter forward. And you have, you're supposed to have that document. You had it before, but you cannot find it. And it is holding up what you need. And time is running because it's a time-sensitive matter. Pray, Father, set aside whatever protocol. Whatever rule that is 
working against me here where this document is needed. For the hearts of all men are in your hearts and you can cause them to waive the need for this document. In Jesus' name I pray, brood over my matter, brood over my situation, brood over my immigration matter, O Lord, by the unlimited and surpassing greatness of your power. Whatever protocol is working against me in this immigration matter, whatever ordinance or policy is working against me, remember you're the God who orders the destinies of generations of nations. Oh, Father, you are the God, oh Lord, who orders and who governs nations. Father, you govern the affairs of generations of mankind. You control the affairs of nations, Lord. Help me, my Father, arrest, set aside any protocol that is working against me, working against my child, it concerning this situation involving my child, O oh Lord, working against my ministry, any protocol, my daddy, any policy that is standing in the way and preventing my ministry, preventing my business, preventing my matter from moving forward, from accessing my Father, this thing, Father, Father, that I'm expecting, Lord. Father, Kashanda Sekita Sakanda, arrest, arrest by the surpassing greatness of your power, by your unlimited power. Father Sakanda, arrest this policy. Set it aside, O Lord. Arrest and set aside this governing rule or ordinance, Father. This protocol that is withstanding me, Lord, that is limiting me, that is limiting my business, that is limiting me concerning this um contract, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to me, dear saints of God. I know of an immigration case involving someone that had been waiting to get their papers for a very long time, very long time. And then they got two letters in the mail from the immigration at the same time. And listen to me. One of the letters said that there were problems with processing their papers and so they needed to meet certain more demands. And the these demands that they needed to meet were really Herculean demands. There were pretty stiff demands for them. And then guess what? The other letter said that they had been approved. Two letters. One saying, no way. And then the second letter received at the same time, telling them they'd been approved. How do you square that? Ah, pray, pray to our God who orders the affairs of mankind, who sits in the heavens. He rules and he dominates in your affairs because the heart of all men is in his hands. He can set aside. He can overrule. He can overthrow. He can arrest. Whatever protocol is limiting or hindering you and preventing you from receiving what you desire and expect from the Lord. Cry out to our God who existed before history began. Yes. Yes, pray to the one who is enthroned over the nations, over the governments of this world and over the agencies of any nation, over that agency where you need him to move for you. He's enthroned over it and call upon him. Hallelujah. 
Oh, satashete seke baba kanda seke. Thank you, Father. Read satashekana, for there is nothing that you cannot do. There is no office that you do not have access to. There is no heart that you cannot reach. Father, there is no one that cannot be touched by you for my sake. There is no heart that cannot be moved towards me in favor. Arakana singa by your Holy Spirit. There is no heart that you cannot place a burden for me upon. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, saints of God, as we close, I hope you have tried to make this week of fasting and prayer profitable by making time to be with the Lord, just you and him, apart from our time together on hotline. The time together on hotline is valuable. It's important, but it cannot take the place of your time with the Lord. Also by spending time in the word, hearing from your father, that's the primary way he speaks to you. And also by memorizing scripture, committing scripture to you, to memory. And being deliberate and intentional in being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. A lot hinges on you being able to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. For he may lead you to make a particular call that will mean the difference. Ah, the difference between you having your papers in this land and not having your papers, between you meeting the man that the Lord has prepared for you, God's man from the foundation of the earth for you, and you not coming in contact with him, between you getting the financial breakthrough that the Lord has prepared and has waiting for you, and you not accessing it. We need be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We need to be attuned to him. We need to be connected to him. Hallelujah. And as you continue in your day, may the fire of the Holy Ghost fill you afresh. May the Lord's reviving fire Feel your inner man and burn within you. May this fire cause you to be consumed by the things that consume the Lord. May it fill you with a fiery zeal, a fiery passion for the Lord. And stir up in you an insatiable hunger for his word and an addiction for his presence. In Jesus' name and by the blood of Jesus Christ, I decree that you and yours stand impenetrable and inaccessible, unmolestable and untouchable by every wicked hand or wicked work or worker of darkness unleashed by hell, human or spiritual, in the name of Jesus Christ opportunistic attacks, stealth attacks will not be able to overcome you or take you as prey. In the name of Jesus Christ, 
Go forth and conquer your day. Conquer your month and conquer your year. For in Christ Jesus, you gain overwhelming victory. For you win. You are a winner. Always. Hallelujah. He's my friend, he's my brother, he's my pastor. I bring to the stage at this time, Pastor Marvin L. Winans. It's a little song that we sang on an album a while ago. It just says, who would have thought I'd get to know you this way? Heard folk talking about the things you did before and I, I laughed at them. I didn't know I'd be one of them. Touch somebody say, who would have thought I'd know God like this? I need somebody to clap their hands. Listen. 